Hello, 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 and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to my podcast, Be Fab T. Todd. This is the podcast for ladies who are looking to become their best fabulous self. Maybe you have lost yourself and you're getting back to yourself at this moment. Maybe you're in the midst of that moment where you have lost yourself and you don't know what to do. Um, And maybe you are finally back to yourself and you want to be even better than what you are now, then this is the podcast for you. So I am a wife and a mother. I'm a business owner. I go by the name T. Todd on my social media platforms. And I am a woman who can finally admit without crying, without tearing up, without feeling bad that I lost myself. And that's okay because I realize now that there's a lot of women who go through this and it's kind of one of those unspoken, unspoken, unspoken stigmas that I think it's still, you know, it's still kind of a stigma right now to kind of talk about that. Um, It's not that acceptable to talk about certain issues as women of what we go through um, as mothers as wives, um, and just being a woman in general. So yeah, but I'm here. I got through it. I I can attest that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, y'all. And if you're in that situation right now, you will get through it. Um, now, first and foremost, I must say, I am not a counselor. I am not a therapist. I am not, um, trained in any way. I don't have a degree in psychology or, you know, any of those type of fields. Um, I have a fashion degree and a political science degree though, but (laughs) I am not a therapist, you guys. So if you really do need help, and I feel like, even if you feel like you don't need help, I tell everyone, go get therapy, go see a therapist, see a counselor, because sometimes what it really takes is we just need to talk it out. We just need to vent and let out our frustrations and have someone there who is trained to listen to us just speak our mind and then to also help guide us on how to rework at changing our thought process. So yes, 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 yes. Um, What do I want to say next? Uh, You know, I normally have my little intro, but I kind of went off. So I'm kind of lost right now. (laughs) (laughs) but for those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome and thank you for joining in. And for those of you who have been with me, this is now episode, oh my gosh, episode six, I think. Um, yeah, episode six, I believe. So, uh, yeah. So follow me on my Instagram page at becoming fabulous with T. Todd. I'm sorry. I literally had a brain fart for a moment. Like, what am I talking about? (laughs) This is why I need to follow my, like my little script for my intro. So I won't be thrown off, but, um, definitely follow me at becoming fabulous with T. Todd. That's becoming fabulous with T E A T O D D. You can also follow me on Twitter at B fab T. Todd. And it's spelled the same way T E A T O D D. Um, and I am on Facebook as well. If you guys are over there, I'm still trying to get into Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook for about 
a good solid, solid five years, maybe even six, six to seven. Um, so it is a little different, the layout, all the changes and stuff. So yeah, I kind of feel like an old person right now. Like, what do I do? What is this? How do I maneuver that? But you know, it is what it is. I'll catch on. Um, and then also, yes, our, the website, I know this is like episode six and you're like, dang, Tiffany, you said you've been, you're going to be working on this website and you haven't. I, I, yeah, I haven't. I haven't had time. I'm not going to lie. I'm a mom who is homeschooling my child, which I feel like a lot of us is doing right now. <laughs> so, and you know, there are those moms out there who can knock it out, you know, for whatever reason, they just, they on it. Their game is strong. My game is weak when it comes to trying to work with my child in my home all day long. Okay, so yes. Um, so that's that. So today I, I did kind of want to touch bases on what I had talked about. Whew, these earphones are, are tight on my head. But I want to touch bases on what I had talked about in my last uh, podcast when I was talking about how to mother yourself. Um, let me get some water real quick, you guys. So what is it, what does it mean to mother yourself? Um, maybe I'm jumping the gun. Should I even talk about mothering yourself right now? Maybe I should talk about trauma first, but no, because trauma is going to be very, very long. But if you have suffered, I'll just kind of give it to you in a nutshell. If you have suffered from trauma of any kind, whether it's childhood, um, your teenage years, your young adult years, Heck, even as a grown person, you know what I mean? If you suffer trauma, you have baggage. Um, and my best example of trauma is just thinking back to like childhood where if someone was bullied and the way how they respond to their bully affects the way how they are as adults today. So if a child was bullied and their response to their, the person that who's bullying them is to not speak up, to internalize that, that fear or to internalize that sense of not being liked, like there's something wrong with me. Like, you know what I mean? So each day that goes by without that being addressed it's kind of like, um, like sand is just being thrown on top of that issue. So, you know, if you take a, a shovel and you scoop up one scoop of dirt with the shovel and you throw it on top of that issue and you keep doing that every single day, multiple times a day, even at some point when the person becomes an adult, you don't even know what's under there. Only thing you see is just this, this mountain. It's probably like a mountain by this time, at least a hill, if not a mountain. And the person doesn't know why they don't speak up in the workplace when someone is being rude to them 
um, at work or in the grocery store or wherever it could be. Um, so that's trauma. And that's some of the things, and I know I'm probably not the best person to explain it, but that's just the way how I'm, I'm explaining it on this podcast right now. So if you have any type of trauma, especially if it was from, you know, years back, you don't even know where it really came from until you start doing some real digging, some real soul searching and trying to figure out where does this come from? Why am I bad with finances? That's one issue because something happened. Clearly, you know, you didn't, I don't know. (laughs) Clearly something happened when you were a kid. Um, why there's just so many, there's so many different traumas and I'm trying to think of like different things, honestly, that I feel like is kind of common and I should have honestly brought some of them up (laughs) before I got on my podcast, but you know what traumas you have. Um, and even if you don't know, this is why it's important to go to a therapist. It's good to go to a therapist because they can help you dig deep into some things that you don't realize. So even with stealing, you know, like, well, why is it that you're stealing? Or why is it that you're telling lies? I think that's a big one. Like a lot of people feel like lying isn't that big of a deal, especially if it's like a little white lie, you know, like someone calls you and you don't pick up the phone. And then when you call them back later, you you don't pick up the phone because you just don't want to talk to them or something. And then when you call them back and they're like, oh, hey, I called you. Why didn't you pick up? And you're like, oh, I was busy. Like, why can't you just say, I just didn't feel like talking? That's a little white lie. Just say, girl, I just didn't feel like talking. But for most of us, it's, oh, well, I feel like I have to lie to this person because I don't want to hurt their feelings. Where did that come from? Why don't you want to hurt that person's feelings? And who said their feelings would be hurt because you don't want to talk to them at that moment because you're busy or you're just like, you really just don't want to conversate with anybody at that moment. So that's kind of, you know, the backside of like trauma. And I really do feel like if you guys haven't been through therapy, please find a, a therapist, a counselor, um, And even if you feel like you're perfectly fine, you're a happy-go-lucky person, please still go find therapy, go find a therapist. Um, I can attest, I can say to my own story, perfectly fine, healthy, mentally stable woman who my husband and I was planning for our child our finances was great. We own our own home. Like, Hey, we're living the American dream, right? Let's, let's plan for this baby now. No, 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 no. I wish I would have went through all my therapy sessions and got all this like stuff out before I had my child. So I could have enjoyed her, enjoyed her more when she was a baby, when she was a baby, baby. But I was so wrapped up in my own thoughts and my own childhood um, traumas that I didn't even realize that were there. Because like I said, 
it's sand. It's a shovel of sand that keeps getting buried on top of it. So you don't know where it came from. And it's like, dang, like I, I missed out on a good part of my, my daughter's early development and not development, but her early, um, you know, life between the ages of like one and three. Like I just mentally cannot physically, I mentally couldn't be present for a lot of it. You know what I mean? Because I was just going through so much stuff at that time. And I never would have thought I could have been that woman who would be going through that. Like I said, I've always been optimistic. I always find when there's a will, there's a way. I always found a way. You tell me, no, that's okay. I'm gonna find a way. And I got what I wanted. You know what I mean? So even if you think you're fine, still seek, seek some therapy, seek some counseling, especially if you don't have kids yet, you know? And I think that was part of the reason why a lot of issues had came about to the forefront for me. Like I said, issues I didn't know I even had because I had my daughter and looking back on child on my childhood, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And see, I was one of those people who you would think like most people would be like, oh my gosh, well, why didn't you just use that to like, what am I trying to say? It's kind of like when people are abused and we know when people are abused, there's normally like two paths they can take. One, they can become an abuser when they grow up. That's one path. And then the other path is they're extremely like overcompensating for what they didn't have as a kid or, you know, what happened to them as a kid that they're like super overprotective. You know what I mean? I I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. So for me, I felt like I was just, I was in the middle of the road um, because yes, I wasn't like overcompensating on what happened to me. I didn't want to happen to my daughter. Like, yes, I was there, but then at the same time, because it was so emotionally draining, I wasn't present mentally most of the time. I was so drained and I was like, I'm, I was one of those people who slept a lot. Like when I'm sad or I'm emotionally like depleted or depressed, I will sleep. So that was hard. You know what I mean? I was always, and of course having a newborn, you're just tired all the time. You never get any sleep. So I just remember like just having to really depend on like family to help me through this, you know? So with that being said, the fact that me having a child made me realize a lot of the things I had lacked as a young child, as a, even as a baby. So I had read this book where they talked about mothering and how you need to mother yourself. Um, and it's a really, it's an excellent, excellent read. And I suggest anyone to read this book. I'm about to pull it up right now. Um, how to mother yourself. Sorry, you guys, I'm trying to find the book right now. 
so another self book let's see is it popping up okay it's called the emotionally absent mother and it's by jamie lee corey and I'm looking right now. I think the book ranges anywhere from like 15 to $20. Um, this book was excellent because she really does break down a lot of interesting points and just letting you know, I mean, at, at the end of the day, just in a nutshell, you need to mother yourself. So whatever you didn't get as a child that you feel like you were lacking you do that for yourself. If your mother didn't give in to your, your wants and she was just very harsh and she would just always tell you no for every little thing or, you know, you, you wanted ice cream and every single time it was no. I don't really con condone this one because it is like uh, you should be eating ice cream whenever however you feel like it but give in give in treat yourself it's okay to treat yourself um what's another example they had hmm oh just like pampering you because you think about it like a mother's a mother's touch like ideally, like what you see in the movies and on TV, like the perfect mom, right? Like her voice is always so soft. Like she never yells. Um, if she is mad at you, she'll just say, oh, I'm disappointed in you. And like, that's that, you know what I mean? And of course she feel bad. But for many of us, that didn't happen that way. You know, we got yelled at, screamed at. For many of us, we got beaten, you know, with the belt or with the switch or whatever it is. And we have to mother ourselves. So if we mess up, how are we, how are we treating ourselves? So if you messed up as a child and you did something wrong, how did your mom treat you? Was she spanking you? Were you getting beaten? Were you getting talked down? Were you being verbally abused? And I think sometimes we do that to ourselves and we don't even realize it and we don't even know where it came from, but it came from that. It came from that experience, not just one experience, but then two experiences, which turned into three, which three times three is nine and three or nine times nine is 81. You know what I mean? And it keeps getting buried under that pile of dirt that we got going on. So you're hard on yourself. And that's one of my issues, big time, being hard on myself for no reason. Like, why? I don't need to do everything in the world. I don't have to have a perfectly clean home with fully prepared meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, with myself looking pulled together, having a newborn baby, trying to run a business and so much other stuff. I don't have to do that, but I put it upon myself. I put all that pressure upon myself 
the need to want to please, the need to want to appear. And I don't even like to think that I was trying to appear perfect. But when you look at it, when I talk to my friends about it, when I talk to other people about it, I'm like, Tiffany, you were, you're doing way too much. And even on, I don't say my worst days, but even on days where I feel like I don't have it all together, people tell me, they're like, oh my gosh, like, how are you? Like, girl, you're doing it. You seem like you got it all pulled together. Like you just, you got it going on. And I'm like, I guess I accomplished my goal because I don't have it going on in my head. I'm like, what in the world are you doing? I still have to, you know, do this and do that and fix that and clean this and make that. And, and then I just shut down and I'm like, I can't do anything. And then that's where I mentally just zone out again, because it's like, I have way too much on my plate and it's kind of like a car overheating or any type of electric board where it just overheats. It just gives out. And it's like, you got too much going on at one time and here you are, you just zapped out. You just like, I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> so one of the things that I personally have been doing and it has worked is just doing a little bit. A little bit is better than doing nothing at all. Because when I write out my to-do list of things that I need to do, and like, let's say I'm trying to do all this on a Thursday. I have 15 things that I want to do or I need to do. So there's my wants and my needs. Okay, I want to redo my hair. I want to, you know, take my twist down. I I want to um, do a new hairstyle. I need to wash my hair. Okay. But then I also, I need to do something for my business. I need to take photos of clothes and put it up. I want to go shopping and buy some new, you know, find some new thrifted vintage pieces. So I have all these things on my list, not including home, not including taking care of my daughter, not including the stuff that I have to do like for my husband. And then there's also, well, what about me personally? What am I doing to take care of myself? I mean, I guess you could say like me washing my hair, like that's taking, that's, you know, personal self-care. But no, like really taking care of myself where I am relaxing. I'm taking a moment out of my day to enjoy my cup of coffee, to take a nice hot bath and just soak in it without thinking about anything, without anybody knocking on the door saying, mom, or hey, Tiff. You know, just when am I taking time out for myself? I'm not mothering myself. I'm not pampering myself. So we have to, we have to look at things like that. Um, And the whole pamper thing, it does, at least for me, it goes back to, to childhood. Um, My mother was very girly girl. Um, she's, and that's why I have a picture of her. Like you can see she was, she's glamorous. Like because of her, I love, 
you know, Diana Ross and big hair and like this glamorous 1970s, like lifestyle. Like I love it. I love that. And that was part of my whole reasoning of like wanting to become fabulous because it's like, that's what I always wanted. Even as a a young, a young girl, I've wanted that. So, but at the same time though, I don't feel like my mom ever really taught me how to take care of myself, like to pamper myself. I see her do it. You know, she would tell me, oh, you know, make sure you take care of your nails and make sure your hair looks nice. And like, you know, she would tell me those type of things. But then there were still things that I feel like as a young girl, I didn't get, I I guess you could say schooled. I didn't get schooled on. And so I need to mother myself in those areas. My mother... I mean, if she did, she never talked to me because my mom's old school. So, you know, don't tell my business. You know, she's one of them, those mothers. But um, my mom never went through a depression or had anxiety like, you know, I did. So I couldn't confide. I couldn't confide in her about this topic, you know, about these issues because she just didn't understand. She didn't get it which a lot of people don't get if they haven't experienced it or if they don't have anyone who they're close to has lived through it. You know what I mean? So (sighs) we have to mother ourselves. So you just got to think back, like what are some of the things that you wish your mom would, or even your dad, you might've been raised by your dad um, or both parents, you know, like, but what are some of the things that you would love for them to do? You wanted them to do but they didn't do. For me, it was also like traveling. My parents are home bodies, okay? Home bodies. They are perfectly fine being at home. Like quarantine, quarantine, what? Shelter in place, what? This is our lifestyle. We stay inside all the time. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, for them, it was no big deal. For me, I wanted to explore. I wanted to travel. I wanted to go to the beach on the weekends. And, you know, I would hear friends who talk about what they did over the weekend. What did I do over the weekend? I stayed home, watched TV, you know, depending on my age, I was playing my Barbie dolls or playing video games. You know what I mean? So one of the ways I mothered myself as an adult is I'm taking the trips. I'm going. I'm going to make sure I... I'm going to get in the water at the beach, in the ocean. I'm swimming in the ocean. And not only is that affecting me personally, it's affecting my daughter and how she's going to view her childhood and also how she's going to raise her children, you know, because I don't, I just, yeah, I just don't want to be stuck in a place and not be able to grow. So mother yourself, ladies, find different ways. It could be pampering. It could be travel. It could be with food, but use that with caution. (laughs) We're over here trying to maintain or lose, right? Um, We're trying to be our best, fabulous, healthy selves as well. But yeah, it can be anything, even just the way you talk to yourself. How are you talking to yourself? 
Are you being harsh or are you being loving towards yourself? When you make a mistake, I'll say, damn it. Why did I do that? Oh my gosh, you're so dumb. How could you, how could you have left your purse on top of the car and drive away? Like what the, oh my gosh, you're stupid. No. Mother yourself. How would the perfect mom talk to you? You left your purse in the car. What does she look like? What does she sound like? What's her tone of voice? Like all that you have to take in consideration and you have to use that for yourself. Oh my gosh, Samantha, you left the purse on top of the car. <sighs> well, it's okay. We just got to go in and go call all our credit cards and you know cancel all the credit cards, call the bank. <sighs> all right, it's okay. You know what? After we do that, we're going to take a nice hot shower because you have no control over this. It's gone. Your purse is gone. You've been driving for two hours. You don't know where you lost it. It's gone. It's okay. Oh, but I left those pictures. I had my favorite. It's okay. Social media. We Somebody got that picture on their social media account or in their phone. We'll ask, you know, such and such to send it to us. It's okay. We'll side out. Breathe in deep. Hold. And then let it go. It's out of our control. We can't control this, honey. You're good, okay? And with that being said, we'll, we're going to get you a better purse. You know, like, you got to talk to yourself in that type of way instead of immediately just beating ourselves up because a lot of times that's what we do. We immediately just want to tear ourselves down and beat ourselves up. And we can't do that anymore, especially now. We definitely don't want to do that now. Mental health is so important, you guys. Um, there's a young lady that I had learned about. Um, I never really, well, I never seen her YouTube channel. Um, but so as of right now, they said that she, you know, she committed suicide. And it's real. You know, it's so real. And she put videos out like, I think a day before, I don't even think it was a full day. It was like 18 hours. I think she had put like the video out before she had like passed away. I don't know how she passed away. I don't know how she, you know, committed suicide or whatever, but according to other people, they were like, ah, uh, you know, like looking at her last, like several videos, like something was still slightly off. But me being an outsider, I don't know who this woman is. When I seen her last video, she appeared to be normal. You know what I mean? So we can't sit here and beat ourselves up. We need to practice strong mental health. We need to have strong mental health is what I'm trying to say. Get in, see a counselor, a therapist. If you can't do that, vent, talk to someone. If you can't do that, you don't have anybody you're close to journal, even record. I have an app on my phone, record, record yourself. I think it's called like voice recorder or something. Record yourself and just talk. Honestly, I know for me, it was hard for me to kind of get used to talking to you guys in the podcast, like by myself, because it's like, I don't really know, like my, my pace and, you know, 
because I don't have anybody else to bounce off um, the conversation, but use the voice recorder and vent to yourself. Record it. I've done that before when I couldn't like write down what I wanted to say. I opened up that, you know, that um, application and I literally just went off on what I wanted to say. And did it feel good afterwards? Yes, it did. It really, truly did. Because I just spoke what was on my, my mind, my heart. The emotions I was feeling all came out. And that was that, you know. So record your voice, journal, speak to someone, vent to a friend, exercise. Yes, exercise. I can't really tell you the exact science behind it. Um, Maybe on a future episode when we do talk about working out and exercising, I will put that in there. But the endorphins, I think it's like endorphins and the toxins that we release when we're working out, especially like running, jogging, like it benefits us mentally too. It helps us with our mental health. Even if you are a healthy, stable person, go try running, go try jogging, try to stick with it for like two to three weeks. That's why they have that thing called the runner's high. You know, it does. It makes you feel good because you're doing something good for your your body personally that no one else can do. No one else can go running for you. You know, even if you don't have any weight to lose, you're like great. You're perfect size weight that you want to be moving. Your body just feels good. So stretch, do yoga, do Pilates. If you're trying to just maintain your weight, you don't need to lose weight. You know, even do weights, weight train to build some muscle. So you're burning fat while you're just sitting there, you know. So ladies, once again, I hope you got something from my podcast of mothering. I know I didn't go into too much detail, but like I, I got to where we need to be for this moment in time. So check out that book. Um, I'll tell you guys the title once again, for those of you who don't remember the name, it's called The Emotionally Absent Mother. And it's by Jasmine Lee Corey. And it's it's a really good book, you guys. Really good book. I highly recommend. If, the, if there was like only one self-help book, I would definitely recommend that one because it just, it did so much. It did so much. But at the same time, I had already went through um, a serious spiritual um, counseling session with my spiritual mother. And that was like a, oh, I can't remember how many months it was. But it was hardcore. I think it was about five months I went through that with her. So I had already went through that counseling session with her. And then I read the book. 
But, you know, for those of you, like I said, who can't get to therapy or counseling, you know, definitely check out self-help books. And I think that book is beneficial. But you also have to realize if you are going to try to do self-therapy upon yourself, that it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to be rocky. It's not going to be easy or pretty. But if you're willing to put in the work, you'll definitely see the light at the end of the tunnel. But my first advice is definitely see a counselor or a therapist first if you you can. So definitely strive for that. And let me know if you read that book um, or if you're thinking, you know, if you want to order that book, let me know. And then I would love to hear your thoughts and your opinions on it. Um, Also, what are some ways that you ladies are mothering yourself? Um, Like I said, for me, I know it is definitely allowing myself grace and traveling, getting out and trying new things, exploring the world. Um, So, yeah, let me know, ladies. Uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful and blessed day. And don't forget, let's be fabulous. Bye. Bye.